What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Off the Rails Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony Verasso. I'm yeah, here in American Siberia is what I'm going to call it now, North Dakota. Yeah, what the fucking do? Pretty fucking depressing. All it is is minus 20s and windy and the snow and the sunlight's not out all the time. Over there, Massachusetts, my guy, former roommate in college, still loves to piss me off every fucking day. Mikey McCarthy, what's up, buddy? <laughs> How you doing? You said American Siberia over there. Hey, I like it. In fact, everyone in this state's been bitching about the snow for the last, like, three weeks when we got that big storm. But it's like, this is, like, basically every winter. I mean, like, everyone's like, they all freak out. Like, everyone lives in Texas. And it's like, dude, there's going to be a storm. We can all drive. We know the system. Like, stop your bitching. I love it. Hey, if it was negative 20 and snowing here right now, I would love it. You know why I would love it? Because everyone would be fucking miserable and pissed off, and that's the way I like it. Well, hold on. Hold on. I'm just saying, day after day, it really gets like, ugh. And it's it's not the cold weather. It's the wind. Yeah, exactly. I fucking hate the wind. That and, like, maybe it has something to do with the fact that I went to walk out my door the other day, and it was like a dusting of snow over a patch of ice, and I, my cousin vinnied myself, but that could do it. <laughs> Is it too cold for people to, you know, stalk around the cars and kick doors in? <laughs> or is that still a fair game right now? In this time I got about four feet of snow up high in my backyard, so I don't know how you're going to get through it. In what month did that happen? October. Ah, oh, so it wasn't really snow yet. Uh, no, but typically, I guess people have been telling me that's uncommon because out here it typically snows in October, like yeah. heavy snow. Yeah. Yeah, it was a Saturday night, man, and I got a call in the middle of a broadcasting a football game. Speaking of football games, man, I mean, all right, so I wanted to root for the Bengals, but, like, I don't know. I Hold got on, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit all later, right, dude. Like, Yeah, no, I was just We get a whole rundown of a show. Obviously, the big day, that's today, Super Bowl Sunday. We have other stuff we'll talk about. Why Why are we going to shoot all our bullets in the first? I wasn't going to shoot minutes? all the fucking bullets. I was going to give you a little story, but I'll wait. I'll... All right, go ahead. Go ahead. No, Just tell no, me the story. No, then, no, 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 no. Tell wait. me your freaking story. I want to hear wait your story. Till, I'll wait till we talk Bengals Rams, okay? No, I want your story. Well, I don't want to say it now. I want your story. I don't want to say it now. Give me the story. I don't want to say it now. You're such a prick. Yeah, I don't care. How was your, how was your week and a half since we talked? I've just been pretty good. Just been working and enjoying the snow. You told me you almost skidded out again the other day. Oh, dude, it's scary. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, I have four-wheel drive and all, but it's like I don't, some. It's not. It's not the hard turns. It's, it's like the slight turns you got to take. That's when the, <laughs> the when the car really takes off on you, dude. Like, so, like, you know, if I'm early for work, you know, I'll go get a coffee. You know, I'll just drive around like the area for like the half hour, and then. Uh, before I go to work, and I, I get to this road. Thankful, thankfully, it was like snowing, and there was nobody really driving. But me. and I skidded, and I did like a like a full three sixty. But <laughs> there was no one on the road, so I didn't crash into anyone or anything. I, and I ended up in the middle of the road, facing <laughs> the opposite direction. And I was like, "Fuck this! I'm just gonna go this way." <laughs> nah, dude, dude, like, and all it, of- it, it didn't help that I had two front tires that. In, that I didn't even realize were all fucked up. 
I went for inspection one day, and the guy was like, are you, are you kidding me? Like, you, you seen these ties, dude? I'm like, no, I haven't. He's like, dude. So I had to get two new ties for that, but that, I mean, that helped bald? ever since. What's that? Are the tires bald? Yeah, they were, dude, there was no fucking tread on that shit at all. And you just slick it around? Well, that's like, don't yeah, ever let I didn't even notice, you, though. Don't ever let someone tell you North Dakota tough is a thing because it's called fucking North Dakota stupid, okay? I, I All these people that have snowplows, I swear they have them for decorations because <laughs> I could shovel my street better than they snowplowed here. It's a fucking disaster. You, the only way you can get around is you put on ice skates and go around the streets. Snowmobiles, man. Invest. Yeah, I'm going to spend more money out here. It's a money pit. What? North Dakota? I mean, what else? I mean, that's how they got to earn their fucking dues. Dude, everything is so... Oh, you want a water? Hey, Fenway Park, nine bucks. <laughs> That's a discount. Dude, so <laughs> I saw Jackass Forever the other night. Have you seen it yet? No. I don't know. Wasn't too impressed with it. I will say, too, like, you and I had talked about it before, and a lot of the shit that they highlighted in the commercials was, like, their main stuff in the movie. So it's like you kind of already know what's coming on, and I think that kind of was a downplay for it. The yeah. only thing I saw that legitimately would have scared the shit out of me is when they have um the bear? Yes. That is nightmare shit like and you could like that <laughs> it's not funny but it's funny. The guy literally is like just frozen in fear. Like he can't even talk when he it's sees danger like, this, Aaron, right? That's the guy. Yeah, when the bear comes in like what the fuck would you do? You're strapped to this electric chair and all of a sudden this 1200 pounds fucking grizzly bear comes in and starts sniffing and trying to bite at you. Yeah, he was draped in what, honey and salmon? Yeah, they put salmon all around his dick. Jesus. Which, by the way, if you like seeing hogs, you'll see a bunch of them in the movie. I'm sure it's Pontius. Uh, him, Steve-O, you get a nice up and close with Steve-O's wrench. <sighs> A.K.A. our rum sophomore year. Oh, I was a fucking locker room in that area. Um, literally. Fuck it, how many times did we just rifle the ball off the wall? <laughs> Uh, oh my god! <laughs> well, Mikey, <clears throat> Tom Brady has officially retired for now. Were you surprised? Uh, yeah, I mean, I absolutely—I didn't think he was going to retire, especially given the fact that all like that news got leaked. I thought it was going to be one of those like, "Oh, well, now you think I'm retiring? Now watch me—I'm going to come back and play and win again." That's what I thought it was going to be. I was in completely shocked that he actually came out and announced it. But there's a little part of me that doesn't actually think he's done still. Yeah, I like. I was only surprised because he's prided his business on it so much, right? Like, I'm going to play till I'm 45, and he's 44, would be 45 in August, which one more year. So I was a little shocked that he actually did it. Uh, when all the shit came out, I figured, kind of like you, he was going to be like, you know what, F you, I'm going on on my terms. But you're already seeing reports now that he might try to make a comeback, and he's not officially going to, like, just end just it like papers this. papers and everything. What do you think he's going to do? I don't. I think he's out in Tampa. I can tell you that. I don't think. I don't think there's as strong of a relationship with Bruce Arians as as people might have. I know. I mean, I know there's been some speculation about some rifts down there, but look, I think he's done in Tampa. Who the hell knows if Godwin's even coming back? So it's like I feel like he's gonna. He'll either maybe go home to San Francisco or try to get on a. You know, what's like? I don't. I. I think he'll either. He'll either try to go to San Francisco. Or wait till the summer and see what kind of opportunity might open up. See, I think it's I think it's San Francisco or bust for Brady. I I, I think he's kind of just lurking around, waiting to see what the Niners do with Jimmy Garoppolo, and I think they're going to end up getting 
getting rid of Jimmy Garoppolo because exactly. Of some it, I mean, that just seems like the perfect situation as well because I mean, you look at it, the team's still in win now. They're one game away from going back to the Super Bowl, and it's like if you're gonna move on from Garoppolo and you have a like a win now team, well, is Trey Lance the guy you want to have a quarterback? I don't think so. So I mean, it it would make so much sense for Brady to just go there. Yeah, I mean, you uh, talk about Trey Lance out where I live, and it's basically like talking about Joe Montana. It's ridiculous. Like, you wear NDSU shit, and people think you're going to go to the Hall of Fame. But, yeah, I don't get it. Trey Lance, like, and he may be a very good quarterback when he gets some time, but I think he only played, like, 17 games in college for the fake football team out here, NDSU. Like, so how could you really go on a sample size with that? If I'm the Niners, like, do you cut Garoppolo and just go for one season with Brady all in to try and get a championship? I mean, yes. probably. Yes. I mean, D- you know, Samuel would love that. That guy felt bad. George Kittle? He- yeah, I don't care about Kittle, but I'm saying, like, Samuel was, like, all, like, in tears after that loss against the Rams in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's been a consistent team over the last few years. They've been to a Super Bowl. Now they lost to the Rams. I mean, I just think it's it's probably the best case scenario, but I just think I think a part of Brady's going to get that football itch again, and he's going to want to come back, whether it's San Francisco or maybe somewhere else. Well, it's so obvious that he doesn't want to f- fully retire. Like it wasn't right. totally yeah. his decision. And now, of course, he's leaking out this stupid fucking show, Man in the Arena. You know, it's the <sighs> last episodes coming out in April, and all this crap. And it's like. He's what just going to play this game until, you know, because he wants all the attention on him. All the people he, that think Brady's always for the team or whatever, he's one of the most phony guys in the league. Is he, he just wants as much clout on him as possible. Sir. No, yeah, I was going to ask you. Do you think – okay, I think Brady's been retired, what, a week or so? I think he's already been more annoying in this week than Brett Favre was in that entire – Oh, I'm gonna play again. No, I'm not I'm retired. Oh, I'm gonna come back and play. Like it just went on for like two or three years. I think Brady's already surpassed Brett Favre in that aspect. I, I'm just annoyed. Like, dude, either call it quits or don't. And I'm sick of this. Like, ooh, I'm gonna have this show come out in another week or so, and it's and it's gonna be telling. It's gonna drop hints, hints. It's like, dude, come on. It's so annoying. It's like, I tweeted it. I tweeted it about a week ago. I missed the old Brady where he was that dorky dude that everyone kind of made fun of, and he was cool. And now he's just like this. He's like not even a human being anymore. It's ridiculous. Yeah, doughy Tom with like the pudgy face. Yeah, like you can really that see guy. that cleft chin. All the plastic surgery got to him. But no, I'm with you. Brady, you know, so many people like because he played for the Pats and all these years and gave money back and which whatever we can oh, say it's bullshit him. or not. But it, <laughs> right, I'm the negative one. But it's like, dude, social media. He's already a fucking obnoxious online with yes. his tweets and all this crap. He's like, got some balls on him to fucking charge. What is it, like 60 bucks for a freaking hat? Like, Jesus. Yeah, dude. exactly. Well, I mean, you see all the morons, like grown men wearing TV 12 hats. It's like, yeah. like, how old are you, you spaz? But, yeah. I mean, I, I think he's going to come back. And see grown crazy. men wearing player tees in the NHL. You're like, what, you spaz? <laughs> dude, I got an addiction. I like player tees. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I can tell. I knew that in the freaking first day I met you. <laughs> I, was I wearing one when we first met? You you were probably wearing fucking Simone Gagne or something. <laughs> I have one, yeah. Yeah, no shit. The Winter Classic one. So, all right, Mikey. Well, we will give him his due, even though he's obnoxious as shit. And I think he's going to come back and play for the Niners this upcoming season. Yeah. What are like some of your favorite memories of Tom Brady? Look, I remember freshman year of high school, the 07 season. That was so much fun watching that team that, yeah, you know, freaking if it, if it's not Tom Brady, you know, I say I hate Brady. I say fuck Tom. 
he's easily my favorite player of all time in like in New England sports. But um, who's the second? Was Randy? Like I loved Randy Moss before. He was with the Patriots and like in Minnesota and all that. When he came here, man, I was so happy. I loved watching that team, even though they lost. That was probably one of the worst feelings ever. But you know, obviously the the years, you know, the tw- the twenty eight to three Super Bowls. Obviously, how do you forget about that one? And especially that Broncos game you and I were at. You know, I'll ne- I'll never forget that one. That that world class quarterback matchup, Brady versus Manning. Twenty. It was like what? I think it was twenty four to three at half. Twenty one. Something stupid like that, and we're like, "Yo, this is this is ridiculous, and it's fucking freezing cold. What the fuck?" And then they come out second half, gun like I'll never forget that. That's up there too. So I'm with you on the 07 Super Bowl. I remember watching that, and like I, I I've said this before, watching football games with my mom growing up was so weird because like she would take like the deepest gasps when something would happen against the Patriots, like. So, when that snowball happened with the Raiders, right? Yep. My dad was out snowplowing, so I was watching the game with my mom. And she was like, <gasps> like, every single time something happened against the Pats. And it was like, Jesus, like, I, I don't want to watch the game with you because it's, like, so fucking suspenseful enough as it is. I don't need you making those weird noises. And that's what she did when Burris caught that touchdown in 07. So, it's, like, just adds on to, like, with the weirdness. But, dude, like, in person, I think overall best memory of Tom Brady it's that Super Bowl comeback against the Falcons, and then that the way he led the charge in 01. Like, that was just incredible to the first Super Bowl of the Rams. But you're right. That one, when me and you were that against the Broncos, dude, it was probably like two degrees because of the wind chill at Foxborough. And then that was cold, man. People's it was be- 24 dude, beers were freezing. I know. It was 20. We had a six pack, like, in the parking lot, like, in my car with the heat on, trying to stay fucking warm. Okay, dude, it was 24 nothing at the half. Patriots, I think, had three fumbles their first three drives of the game. They just sucked. I mean, that's the only time I've ever considered leaving a game early. You and I were both like, if they don't score in this opening drive because they got the ball, we're leaving. And they fucking just kept scoring. And the worst part about it is they played like pretty much an entire overtime period all the way until like a minute left. So you basically had five quarters. Can you imagine if that shit ended in a freaking tie, dude? That would have sucked. I personally would have hopped down, went into the freaking Broncos locker room and kicked Peyton Manning in the head. And by the way, just for insurance purposes, we were in the backseat of my car with the heat on, drinking a fucking Bud Light. <laughs> you I, were I don't ripping down no, 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 no. We were down Route 1 before the game, you know, doing donuts in parking lots with, you know, a couple Bud Lights. It was fun. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, because you could even move on Route 1 during a fucking game day. Uh, especially, so on a Thursday, especially on a Thursday night game when there's – Rush hour traffic and game traffic. Dude, that happened to me once, and I was like, why didn't I think of this? Like, it, it was that giant game, like, two, three years ago on Thursday night. And it was just like, it was so And It was like, there's rush hour traffic and there's freaking game traffic. So I'm sitting here. I I got to my seat with, like, eight minutes to go in the first quarter. I missed, like, a decent chunk. of. I missed two drives. I was, I was pissed. Yeah, getting to Gillette's pathetic. But what do you think? obviously we know Brady's legacy and all this shit, like he's the best, but like, I don't even want to ask this question, but I'm going to, because people are going to be so obnoxious about it when you hear like the airwaves this off season. But like, do you think there's any chance Brady would ever resign with the Patriots to play one more season? No, me neither. Especially if you're going to get the, the people, head. you'll get the people that the head coach, talk themselves not a into it. Say that again. You're going to get the people that will talk themselves into it. Yeah. No, I mean, look, if Belichick's the head coach, which he is, and he will be, 
it's 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 not even gonna come close. So no, and Brady, and at max he'll probably play one or two more seasons anyways. No, it's like, it's like, I don't think so. Just, just seeing what you've built with Mac Jones this year, I'm just like, how are you gonna? I mean, I, I'm not saying I'd rather have Mac Jones than Brady. I'm just saying like, like the way Belichick's looking at it, he's like, no, I get this kid. I think I can work with this kid. F you, Tom. I've already I've already I've already said my f you to you on the way out. So see you later. Well, I even think that's it. Like. He, the guy didn't even thank New England or the fans after, which, again, I don't really care that he didn't do that. I know I, people will, like, bend themselves over in a pretzel getting all pissed off. Um, he's a dweeb. I just think he's all set with New England, and he just – I think it's either going to be San Francisco or that's it. And then I think he'll just kind of really wants all the bags of nuts. If he really wants to stick it to Bill and the Patriots, he should, he should just go to New York and play for the Jets and have Zach Wilson sit out here. That would be hilarious. That I mean, that would be awesome. Fucking oh my god, the amount of freaking shit people would say about that if he just was like, you know what, no, you know I can go wherever the hell I want, and we're gonna win probably at least eleven games no matter what, especially in this day and age of the NFL. So you know what, I'm gonna go to the Jets and I'm really gonna stick it to Bill. That would be something. So, a little off topic. Do you care what Gronkowski does? Retires or keeps I playing? I don't, I don't give a shit what he does. Me neither. I have no use for that guy. I. I find him more obnoxious than, than Brady. You know, like his stupid commercials there with like, don't you love me, man? When he's trying to like rip off the government and get like free insurance. Like he's just such an arrogant fuck. Like, I've like even his last couple of years in New England, like I was all set with him. And I love the fact, and I've told you just before, the Patriots. Oh, uh, let the, me guess. What? Let me guess that they won that Super Bowl without him. Yep. The best comeback of all time. And they did it without him. See you later. And he, remember, he was going to get traded after that, but then he fucking pulled what he pulled. <laughs> the Lions thing? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to go to Detroit either. We'll talk about that later on with Matthew Stafford. But um, So, real quick, to wrap this up, you think he comes back this season? Brady? Yeah. Yeah, I do. For what team? Uh, like I said, either the Niners or I don't know what situation might open up later in the year, especially like when camp comes around. Maybe there's an injury here or there, but. I don't know. If not the Niners, I could see him maybe trying to squeak things out in Chicago. Well, let me ask you this, because I just saw it before I got on here. Schefter reported this morning the Packers are going to do everything they can. They're going to spend as much money as they can to bring back Rodgers. What if John Elway calls Tom Brady? Hey, Tom, just give us one year here in Denver. You know, you've played a lot of great games against us. I'm John Elway. Just give us one season. Could you see Brady in Denver? No. If Brady's smart, he does not go anywhere near Denver. I don't care if he's the home quarterback either. I go nowhere if I'm Tom in Denver. Nowhere near it. Just because he's always sucked there? Yes, exactly. He doesn't play well in Denver. I mean, it's like, I don't know if it's the air or what the hell it is, but Brady has never really played that well in Denver. Well, I got two other reasons why I wouldn't go to Denver, and it's Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. And, you know, at at this point in time, that's that's – if Brady gets there too, it's like, well, there's already more competition there than there is in the NFC South. So, all right, Mikey, let's move on to another Boston legend who just retired since our last episode. Tuka Rask, the all-time winningest goaltender in Bruins franchise history, took the team to two Stanley Cups as a starter, won a Stanley Cup as the back of the 2011. Congrats. Uh, I know you're over there celebrating, Mikey, but I'm not celebrating. You know, the grass ain't always greener on the other side. That's fine. I've I've already said what I've said about Rask. I've already said it. Hey, I wish him nothing but the best. He was awesome. He was a great goalie. I wanted more out of him. Like I've said, Anthony. Oh, like 
Here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna sound like a broken record, but I'm gonna go for it. I I posted the meme the other day, okay? These elite goalies in the NHL, I don't think they are what they used to be. I don't think you really should be paying them eight million bucks a year, like maybe you did, you know, fifteen years ago or whatever. But as you look, I mean you look at the line. Henrik Lundqvist, Carey Price, Tuka Rask, Roberto Luongo. Maybe if you, I don't even know if you want to throw Ryan Miller in that category. If you don't wanna, then don't then fine. You don't have to. But I don't know. The elite goalies, yeah, they might get to, to a cup. Are they gonna win you the cup? Is the big question. I mean, as of late, we've seen guys like Matt Murray, you know, Jordan Bennington a few years ago win the cup. And then, but you know, it, there's been goalies over the last, you know, few years as well that have been great goalies and won it, like you know, Holtby that season and Vasilevsky the last two years. But guess what? Those teams are juggernauts. It's not really about the goalie. And my my whole point is, well, guess what? You're in a freaking Stanley Cup Finals Game 7. They're paying you the $8 million. You got to go out and beat Jordan Bennington. You got to go out and beat Jordan Bennington in a one-game in a one-game situation if you're too garrasked. And don't give me the whole, oh, but the Bruins didn't score. They, uh, um, they let him down by not scoring. Hey. The first 10 minutes of that game, the Bruins had chance after chance after chance after chance after chance. Bennington save. Save by Bennington. Bennington save. Wasn't the same down the other end of the ice. That's that's all I'm saying. They're paying you the big bucks to do that, and it didn't happen. Love the guy. Greatest goaltender maybe in Bruins history in terms of, like, numbers and all that. Couldn't win the big game. All right. Couldn't win I'm the big gonna, game. I hate agreeing with you on shit, and I will agree with you on – your, your first point there with the number one goalies, right? Like Price lost in the cup. Henrik lost in the cup. Luongo lost in the cup. Tuca lost in two cups. I get it. And it's scary that like you, little Mike McCarthy came up with that theory because it's fucking pretty legit. I mean, Matt Murray, as you said, he won two cups back to back. He's pretty much, I don't know, just fading away in Ottawa. The Penguins were a juggernaut. Mar- um, who's the goalie that won it in 09 with Pittsburgh? Mark Andre Fleury. Flurry was like solid that year in 09, but then he pretty much got his ticket and then never really did anything. Remember, right he the stuck hand, in man. the playoffs all those years. And Matt Murray, like you just said, won on the cup. Bennington caught lightning in a bottle. Who knows if he'll do that again? I think the last legitimate goaltender to really be the number one goaltender and win his team in cups, probably Vasilevsky. And He's before that, I can't think of one. You think it was Holtby? I mean, Holtby was good and all. But I don't know. Is he really the reason they won it? I mean, he made the save, but yeah, that no, I get was, you. I get your point. Stacked. That team your is point. stacked. That team was stacked. They were on a mission. Ovechkin needed to get his cup, and it always and it helps to have TJ Oshie just tapping in thirty goals like it's not a big deal. But I mean, Chicago did it with two different goalies, and I wouldn't even put Crawford in that a top tier elite category when he won the cups there. So your point's that. With Tuca, I just thought he got so much more crap than he deserved in Boston. Like, this guy, you You could bank him for 25 wins at least every single season. He was always putting up solid numbers. When he was dominating a team, he always stepped on their throat. I know we had the last game of the season, what was it, 2016, where maybe he had too much beer and chicken wings the night before. Whatever. (laughs) I mean... Hey, it happens to the best of us, right? Sometimes you go down and you get late night. <laughs> Fuck, man. Eating in the, the hallway. Next morning you're skipping Demeray's class because you got the squirts. It happens to the best of us. But, <laughs> like, I just think he caught way more shit. 
obviously you wish you won the Stanley Cup. I think the year the Bruins should have won it was 19. That would have been that that would have cemented Tuca above Tim Thomas in my yep. point of view in Boston yep. because 2013, let's face it, like he had a hell of a playoff that year, but it was a shortened season. So it's like, eh. And then that 2019, he dominated in the playoffs yet again. Let's face it, you probably you could have flipped a coin in the Toronto series and Columbus, and he stole that Columbus series. And then Carolina sucked. I mean, they were they were like the little brother that season. The Bruins yeah. just stomped on. But you had a good point. I like your point about Biddington. You know, you had to weather the storm there the first ten minutes. He did, but I'm just saying, I I wish it worked out better for Tuca. If he I had wish... one one cup, I wouldn't be giving him all this shit. I like, and that's the thing with him too. I feel like 2010 just put such a the worst thing for Tuca was 2010. And then oh, when he 11, got benched right? after the first few games, right? For what year? The, it was the it was the year. I think it was the uh, the year they played in like Czech to start the year off. So that was 2010, 2011. 2010, 2011 is the Stanley Cup year when they started in Czech. And, and he lost the job, yeah. Yes, after because the year before, think about think about your career if you're Tuca. You Three come on Philly. the scene, you blow it against Philly. The next year they're going to give you the keys to the car, yep. and Thomas just rips it out of your hand and wins the cup. Now it's like. All this good stuff I've built up is now taken out of what I've ever done because people remember what have you done for me lately? This guy blew a series lead. This other guy won me a Stanley Cup. I mean, and right there he was from behind. He was behind the eight ball right from that get go. No, you're absolutely right. But here's the problem I have too. For all the people that bash Tuca, I think there's just as many people who go, "Oh well, it's the defense's fault. Oh well, it's this person's fault. Oh look what happened here. It was a good shot. It was a well placed shot." But my whole thing is, dude, isn't he the highest paid player on the fucking team? Like, like, I look back at 2013 against Chicago in the cup finals. It's like, yeah, the defense kind of laid up a little bit. They missed a layup, freaking giving up two goals in the last, what was it, two minutes or whatever? But 17 like, seconds. But it's like, you're getting paid eight million bucks. When you have to bail your defense out, you got to bail them out. That's that's why you're getting paid the money you're getting paid. He couldn't bail him out that game. That's what I look at, though. I'm like, paid to, you know, not only miss, but, you know, if your defense shits the bed, you're the, you're the guy, so make the save. Yeah, I'm with you. And Michael Felger on 98.5, the sports have my guy, he said it best. Tuke is not the reason you'll win a game, and he's not the reason you'll lose a game. You know, he's just – and I think the contract hurt him. But, hey, that's not his fault. You're worth what your boss wants to pay you. I mean, the, yeah, That's the, fair. That's fair. And guess what? I would have given Tuca that big of a contract. Like, it is – I think he's a great goaltender. He was just one game away, not even, 60 minutes away from a Stanley Cup championship. He just could never get it. I just – I'm not going to lie to you. My, one of my favorite Tuca – and, look, I am a Tuca fan. I you like know, my, the guy. One of the years for Christmas, my mom got me a game used stick from Tuca. I still got it. You know, if I ever meet him, I'd love to get it signed. But – one of Jeez, my how many favorite memories. The cracks are in that thing from Crossbows. <laughs> I love the video of Tuka. It's like a practice scrimmage. I think it's like. Yes, somebody that, just I, posted it the other day. Yes, I think the net is like moved up and it was like a smaller. And all that shit and, and possession and all that. And, and I guess Tuka's team lost in the freaking scrimmage and he's just fucking hacking away at the crossbow. Oh, I love that type of shit. Oh, yeah. He was always a nut. But like, I got two favorite memories of Tuka. <laughs> One of them was in that 13 series against the Rangers in New York. 
when he's like going to like glide backwards and just trips on himself and the puck just slides by. <laughs> yeah, the playoffs. Yeah, that's right. And then my favorite Tuca memory has got to be the ice um, crate. The crate. No, 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 no. It was uh, in Tampa in the playoffs. I think in 2018 when the blade fell off his skate. <laughs> and he's showing it to the ref and then just fucking chucks it down the ice. <laughs> like, dude, that's something I 100% would do. It's so funny. I mean, no. <clears throat> well, like, he, one, what? He's a great, he's a great, he's like a, like a funny dude and all that. But like, and like, I know I give him a lot of shit, but like, I do like that guy. I do like him a lot. Apparently he can fucking. A pound beers? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's that's oh, yeah. badass. Oh, and I'm not like he was super nice to me, so I'll always I I liked him before that. Didn't we see him once when we were fucking getting like pastries or some shit? Probably we saw like half that fucking team that winter. Are you shitting me? Fucking you walking into, but no, nah, dude. Like <clears throat> good for Tuca. You know, hopefully retirement gets to enjoy it. Um, she's already, he's he's been enjoying retirement. Believe me. Look, I'm not going to get on him for the bubble thing. Like, it is what it is. Okay. It was a family emergency. I mean, again, you of all people should know, being from Boston, family over everything and family and loyalty. That's what everybody says. Like, I'm not going to get on him for that. It's just, yeah, no, you're right. You shouldn't. But it's just like, add it to the list. <clears throat> uh, so, you know how I said, like, I would have done the same thing as Tuca when he chucked a skate blade? <laughs> So real quick, one year in high school hockey, I had this fucking Bauer stick I was in love with, right? Like, I worked all summer. I bought it for myself. Like, I, I was awesome. I was, like, I was actually scoring for once, you know? So we're playing one of our rival teams. I get lit the fuck up, okay? It's center ice. But the way the stick went, like, the end of the knob went into my cup and just snapped. Oh. Dude, it snapped the stick in half. And I was so pissed, I went to chuck it at the kid. But it got stuck in my glove. <laughs> I was pissed, but do you know uh, what's the worst too? When your stick goes into the board and, the, and like the oh. end of the stick goes into your gut. <laughs> oh, that hurts, dude! It legit knocks the wind out of you for like ten minutes. Dude, do you still skate on Thursday nights? No, I haven't skated in a while. Fuck, man, I love those. Those Thursday nights got so competitive, but like a good competitive, you know. And it was like it was like the same two teams against each other every week, which was awesome. It was like it was like consistent. Yeah, and the thing, too, like, you always had two great goalies, but, like, you could bump and be a little physical, and everybody was, like, it was, cool, like, dude. everybody did it. Nobody bitched and complained. But, no, but the one thing I got mad about was, like, there was this one dude in, in particular. He always had his stick up high, and it's, like, dude, keep that shit the fuck down. You're going you're gonna to be the reason that, you know, three people walk out of here with a bloody nose or missing teeth. Yeah. But, I, but I, you know, it – in the same breath, it's like, dude, take the visor off, put a fucking cage on. What are you doing? Nah, control your stick. Like, I hate the people that whack the shit out of you. Like, the other night, you ever just step on the ice and you're just not in the mood to deal with people? Yes. <laughs> yeah. so, so, the other night, right, I get on the ice, and this isn't a whole me thing, but I get on the ice real quick. I'm shooting around, whatever, and I'm in a wicked pissed off mood for some reason, right? So, you know how, like, there's always that one person, you look around, nobody's skating to shoot, so you empty the net real quick so you get all the pucks back. This fucking one moron rifles a shot like that just misses me. <laughs> I fucking lost it. What I didn't say to this kid, right? I'm not going to say it on the podcast, but I, every other word was the F-bomb. So he apologized. I'm like, all right, whatever. It's fine. First shift, I get the puck. I go down the boards. This motherfucker just two hands the shit out of my skates, out of my stick. And I'm like, 
what the Christ, dude? Like, you snapped a stick. I'm going to lose it because it's 150 bucks. Now you got to go get another one. I didn't give a shit. <laughs> Puck went to the center ice. I saw the kid getting it. I just lit him the fuck up. I didn't care. Dude, hey, have you ever heard the story about uh, the time I dropped the gloves with someone on a pickup game? No. Oh, well, you know, it was at Milton one night. It was at Max Eulen. And so it was just like this sign, sign up and play thing. Yeah. But the team we were playing against was like a legit like team that was like in like leagues and shit. So we were playing against a team that like plays together all the time. And it was just like a bunch of random fucking dudes getting together playing against them. So this team, man, and like, well, Frank, it, it was like me, Nick, and this friend Chris. You know, have you played with? Yeah, you played with Chris before. Yeah, Chris is a good dude. Yeah. So us three were playing, and we're against this team, and we're like, I'm in front of the net, you know, in the offensive zone, and this dude. Comes up, starts getting physical with me, and starts like you know, like you know, wrapping me up and shoving me around and shit like that. So I'm like, all right, oh, that's how things are gonna be done now. Okay, so the puck goes out of the zone, it comes back in, it it goes into the other corner. So I'm going in the front of the net. This dude's in front of the net waiting for me, and I come over and I'm just fucking giving it to him now. I'm whacking him with my stick. I'm fucking cross checking him and all that shit. He turns around, he tries to get in my face. Out of reaction, my gloves just came fucking... I was not in a great mood. My gloves came flying the fuck off, and I was ready to fight this dude. <laughs> Did you fight him? <laughs> no, the referee came over. He's like, get the fuck away. Not while I'm reffing. Not not when I'm here. Oh, damn. I would have loved to have seen the video of that. Like, I could just imagine you just gloves just go launching. Because the way you wear your visor aggravates the fuck out of me. It's just all, Why? Because it's all the way up? Yes, and it's just so cocky and arrogant. Like, it's sick style, but it annoys me. And you're fast as shit, I also have that big-ass bucket on my head, too, like Eric Stahl. (laughs) I know, but, like, you're so fast. It's like, you fucking prick, you know? Like, dude, I got to get back to Massachusetts and skate with you boys. Like, fuck, Dude, I got to skate, period. So come out here. You should come out here in March. Yeah, I'll come out here with a fucking boatload of all my hockey equipment. Yeah. Go ahead. I hear it out in my kitchen. I don't really care. March would be a perfect time for you to come out. Oh, yeah? Yeah, nine months to my birthday, March, you know? It's cool. My birthday's Shut the 20th. The <laughs> <laughs> All right, so congrats to Tuca. Mikey. Wait, wait, uh, wait, wait, boy... wait, wait, wait. You think what? his number will get retired? <laughs> your boy, too. <laughs> Is it? You think it will? What's so goddamn funny? No, I don't think Tuke is going to get his number retired. Wait, what are you laughing at? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, Mikey, Brad Marchand. Is that my said? He suspended six games for an incident the other night against the Penguins. <laughs> I fucking hate you. I really do. Uh, he, uh, let's see. He, he First off, let's go back to this. Was the end of the second period, Tristan Jari, <sighs> the goalie for the Penguins, Scoops up a puck with a stick. He's going to launch it over to a Penguins fan. Marshan whacks it off the stick. Good hand-eye coordination. Caught it in the air at the same time. And then He's end of the third, like 20 seconds left, Marshan punches Jari in the head after he makes a save. And then uh, as Mar- Marshan's getting escorted off the ice, he goes by Jari, throws, you know, pokes his stick up Jari's head like he's going to hit him with it. Marshan suspended six games. Uh, what's your first reaction on everything before we that, talk about the suspension? That Marshan's a man, unlike your boy Jordan Bennington, because Marshan actually swung the stick at him and hit him in the face. Fucking Bennington, your boy, he fake swung a stick at someone and didn't hit him. 
no, but like in all seriousness, no. Though if it wasn't Marshan, you know, it might be a game if that. But like the one thing I agree with, the goalies are protected. Number one, he didn't get hurt from that jab. He didn't get hurt from that stick. But guess what? At the end of the day, it's like, dude, I heard this analogy the other day, and it's perfect. You're, I don't want to see you again. If you come in my court again, then there's going to be another big problem. And that's exactly what happened to Brad Marchand. You fucked up again. You did something stupid. Meanwhile, Bergeron's out with a freaking concussion. So now your two best players are out. And you're, you know, trying to make it to the playoffs this year. But it's like, it's like, dude. Like, I love Martian. I love the guy. And I thought it was hilarious at the time. But in hindsight, it's like, you got smoked by Carolina. You could have used your Martian. We could have used you in that fucking game. It's it, it's like, he he needs to chill the fuck out. He really does need to chill. He's way too score and a playmaker to be doing this stupid shit. So, I'm watching the Bennington thing as you're talking now. And, like, yeah. for He goes, like, he just swipes at it. But you got to... Goalie stick with fucking <laughs> that thing is a like, fucking. I think it's an elephant trunk. The only thing I took issue with with the Martian thing was the punch to the side of Jari's head because it's like <laughs> whatever. But I'm, yeah, I've but done yeah. it. So I. Uh, what do you think he said though? Jari, I don't know, but who cares? Like, so you like again? No, I know. I'm just curious. With, the only thing I had issue with was the punch. I had no issue with him poking the stick up. Like, yeah, what are you gonna do? You know, what I took more issue with was why nobody on the Penguins started beating the shit out of Brad Marchand. Nobody did a thing. Crosby, the Crosby was, he just, just stood, kind of there. stood there. Yeah, yeah, he didn't do anything. Someone, someone on the Penguins tried going after Marchand when he was with the refs, but it was like, it was like, I mean, I think it was it, Gensel. Yeah, but like right after the jab, like nothing really happened. I know. I like if that was. If that was roles reversed, somebody did it to a Bruin goalie or whatever, like they're immediately beating the shit out of the guy. A team two in Pittsburgh that's run by Brendan Burke, very surprising nobody did anything because Burke's always had tough physical teams. Like you can't push him around. I thought Marshan, I think he only got suspended because, like you said, he already got suspended once this year. Like I thought a fine would have done it justice. If I could, uh, speaking of goalies while we're at it, you know. I used to love it when Tuga would occasionally give the waffle to the friggin' head. Oh, that was, that was funny. Cool. Like someone would like someone would piss him off or like fall and like go into him. Every now and then you get the freaking <laughs> I forget who it was, but there was one time where Tuka legit wound the fuck up and hit someone. Uh I know I what you I can't remember it what it net. was. Yeah, it was yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'll look it up in a second. But um no, I just think because I'm I'm thinking back too. Malkin got suspended for swinging his stick at a player on the ice a couple of years ago, but I believe he only one game. No, but yeah, but you know, but it's like with Marshan though, that analogy just makes too much sense to me when I heard it. It's like, dude, you're in court. I see you in my court again. This, these are the repercussions. Well, guess what? Here you are again. So f you, you're out for six. Was it the one on Garnet Hathaway last year in the playoffs? It might have been. Hathaway runs him over, and Rask is taking like three fucking jabs. Yes, yes, yes. That real was quick. hilarious. See when real Rask quick, does shit like that, I love it. Real quick, too. One of my I forgot about this Tuka story. He's a nut. So one time, and I think you can find it on YouTube or something. But one time, he uh, so like you know how they they used to allow the media to go into the locker room and talk to the athletes, you know, like the post game shit. Yeah. So. Tuka had his iPad next to him, 
and like a media guy just during the interview tried to get in closer and Tuka's talking oh, and yeah. the guy knocks it over and Tuka just goes, you fucking serious? And then just like walks away. <laughs> like the fact that he could snap like that always made me laugh. But no, I, I think Marshall only got suspended because of his rep, whatever. Yeah. NHL is going to toughen up. And as we're talking here, that Austin Watson just got suspended two games for laying out some Bruin guy. A Chan, a Khan. I don't know. He was 54. A Sean. Okay, so that's bullshit. He got suspended. Stop watching your fucking passes in the league, dude. Like, it's the same thing as um, who did Taylor Hall hit for Colorado? McKinnon. All of these people that are watching their passes, like, what do you think is going to happen? It's split second, and you're going to get nailed. Like, head down. You can't do that. I can't stand that. It's so sickening, dude. Like, it looks worse. It it looks worse because the person fucked up. Yes, like that kid. What a Sean is that? Stop yeah, watching yep. your pass. Watch it on YouTube because that's all these kids care about now. Like, look out. You're on the tracks. You're going to get fucking run over. I'm just happy, though, we can, like, move forward with, you know, the development of Jeremy Swayman. Because it's like, here he is again. He's back. I hope I hope that whole thing lit a fire under his ass. Because now, you know, I know it's Ottawa, but he did play good yesterday. He had, he had the 2 nothing shutout. But I hope that whole thing lit an absolute fire under his ass. My dog that can barely walk and get a shutout against Ottawa, so take it easy. Oh, so, oh, 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 how good is he? Oh, is he? Is he is... <clears throat> my, I, I get two dogs. It's both girls, so that's not a he. Get it right. Uh, I'm talking about fucking swimming. Oh, uh, Brad Marchand though, he's just entertaining as shit. Guess what, Marchand, Rask, Mikey. I actually have both their player tees. That's all I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> course you do. Uh, I'm just saying, I, you know, I, I get them a lot. All right, so the big game is today, Mikey. I guess we should probably talk about it, do you think? Yeah, why not? Man, we're a sports podcast. You I want think. my story now? Yes, let's hear your fucking story. Go on with the fucking story. It's um, it's only about a, you know, 45-second story, but... <laughs> um, So, yeah, like, I'm not really, like, sure. I was never really sure who to root for, right? So I was like, yeah, the bank, like, but, like, it's the Bengals, the un, uh, the Cinderella story. Like, I love all that. But it's like, you know, I, I look at the Rams and I'm like, they invested a lot in this team over the years. All the trading of the draft picks, whatnot. They have a good roster. They're ready for it, I think. And then I'm like, I don't know. Like, I really don't know who to root for. And then one, and then, you know, there's that whole notion about, you know, how Matt Stafford, like, he's always like wearing his hat backwards. People give him shit for it. Like in the media. <laughs> but it's like, so, you know, I wear... I wear certain hats backwards because it fits my head better. Like, for example, there's some hats that I can't fucking stand that, that like, you put it on front and there's, like, five inches of air between the hat and the top of your head. And you're like, well, this looks fucking stupid. <laughs> I look like a sea captain or some shit. Like, <laughs> I bet you that, no, there's a lot of people out there that wear the hats, too. And it's like, I, I don't think they either pick up on it or they don't care. I'm one of those people who care. But if I flip it on backwards, it fits me a little better. So that's what I do. I flipped it on backwards. It fits me better. I walked into work and I wasn't having a great day because like I had to go out shopping. And then I came back and like, oh, we need to go out and get this now. So then I went out and got some other shit. And I was just like, when I came back the second time, I just wasn't really happy. And this like 99 year old dude, he's like sitting there. He's like, well, you don't look so happy or so. And I was just like, yeah, I'm not really in a great mood. And he's like, got a, a backwards hat, probably a backwards day today too. And I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> so, so now I'm like I know I hope I hope Matt Stafford and the Rams win on Sunday and this motherfucker Stafford has his hat on backwards for that post game interview. 
you just getting chirped by like a 99 year old dude is just awesome because I know it totally pissed you off even more for the day. It did. <laughs> dude, that's so, all I wanted to say. It wasn't really a story, it was just a quick uh, little thingy. I like it. I like it. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, it's tough, right? Like, who do you want to root for? Whatever. Bengals, great story. Joe Burrow, great story. I want the Rams. I really do. I yeah, like I'm Aaron kind of Donald. in the category too. What? I said, I'm kind of in that category, too. I want the Rams because, like, Cooper Cup, but I want to see Aaron Donald get that ring, right? Like, he lost in uh, 2018 to the Patriots. Donald, all these numbers, he just needs that ring to get cemented as one of the greatest of all time in his position. I want to see him get it. Good story for uh, Matthew Stafford as well. Think about it. All those years wasted in Detroit. You go to L.A. year one, boom, you're in the Super Bowl. Like, just what a dumpster fire it proves that the Detroit Lions really are in that whole franchise. I, I don't know. I and I don't think Stafford's played all that great in these playoffs. By the way, I thought he's kind of gotten a little bit, little bit of luck. I, I'd like to see the Rams win. I think Burrow's going to get back there later on in his career. And I'm not going to lie to you, Mikey. I'm kind of getting Burrow fatigue already, and they haven't even played the Super Bowl yet. I know I'm probably the only <laughs> one to say that, but I'm already kind of getting a little bit of the fatigue of Joe Burrow. See, I think the Rams already won when. You know, yesterday when it was, you know, they're asking Joe Burrow these questions. And he's like, you know, he's mentioning all these great quarterbacks who have won Super Bowls. And then he mentions Aaron Rodgers. I'm chasing Rodgers. I'm chasing the Dude, can you, like, the best answer for that question would have been, you know, those are all great quarterbacks. But, you know, I'm focused on the Rams this week. And then you can talk about all that shit after. It's like, dude, you get he's getting so far ahead of himself that it's like, it's like, dude, I, I, I don't think he quite gets it yet. I don't think he quite gets it. Yeah, hell, I'm just. Hell of a player, though. I'm oh no, he is great, and he's that's the thing. I think he's gonna get back there in, a couple times more in his career because we all know in that league, as long as you got the QB, you're always gonna be a yeah. threat, right? Yeah, but but at the same time though, it's like if you're if you're a team that's there for the first time in a while and you lose, like how how many teams get back? How many teams you know the next season go, you know, freaking seven on a regular basis have to do a ten and six and they just never get back there? I would like to think that Joe Burrow's better than that, but you know. It's, I, I don't know. I just think. I just. Well, think. I mean, Mikey, the Rams just did it with two separate quarterbacks. They were just in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. I mean, look, the team is stacked, though. I understand that, but I think when he, they'll be able to keep a lot of that core together in Cincinnati, and Burrow's just going to keep getting better. I get it, and his chemistry with Chase is off the charts. Look, I don't care who wins. I just, it's who I want to see get the ring. That's you hope both teams for. have fun. That's what you want. Yeah, you know. So, I just think, and the thing with Burrow, too, it's like, I get it. I know what he's done in college. I'm just sick of everybody, like, just fluffing him up already and shit. And he's a great quarterback. So, again, I know I'm the only one that has this thought process. And it's just like, okay, do we have to obsess over what people do every single time they walk into a game? You see it in the NHL. You see it in NFL, NBA. You know, it's like, oh, they got the drip today. Pasternak's going to get a 50 because he's got a hat on. <laughs> and it's like Joe Burrow's wearing a chain, and he said because he makes real money, they're real diamonds. Like, just go and throw the fucking ball, dude. Like, I don't care what you're wearing. Like, just, I don't know. It's just already aggravating. He's man. he's a cocky prick already. And you know what? That's the thing. I love that with my athletes to an extent. I like them to be arrogant and cocky and confident. Yeah, but win first. Win first. Oh. And the thing is, too. Think about it. The country's already getting annoyed with Patrick Mahomes, even though not all of that's because of him. It's not. Okay? 
the, all Burrow needs to do is win two titles and people are going to get sick of him. They're going to want the next guy, that the next underdog of, of whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but hey, but hey, I'll say this. If Joe Burrow wins today, well, he already has as many rings as Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers. And Patrick Mahomes. Or does Drew Brees have two? I forget. No, I think no, he only Brees, has one. He only Brees has, has one. He's got yeah. one. That's another guy. No offense. Drew Brees. Overrated. Please, NFC South. You're a dome quarterback. Win the win more than one, will you? Especially having Sean Payton as your head coach. How many Come times on, did he dude. even play? How many times did he even play in an NFC championship game? And when he did, it would be snowing and he couldn't win. No, really. Like I don't know how many NFC championship games he played in. Four, maybe think, four. And if you think about it too, right? So when he was with the Saints before this season, because he never played the 17 game schedule. He's getting nine dome games a season guaranteed, right? Because you got eight for the home team for uh, New Orleans, and then you play at Atlanta. That's a dome team, and then Carolina and Tampa. That's warm nice cities, weather. you know. So it's I think he's just overrated, inflated stats, but a little bit. I know we got off topic. What do you want to see in Super Bowl? Look, I think I think the one thing that the Bengals should be worried about is. The fact that, you know, they gave up seven sacks last week, I think it was. Maybe it was even nine. It was either seven or nine uh, last week against the Chiefs or two weeks ago against the Chiefs. Dude, this week, it's a whole different ball game, especially like you mentioned, Aaron Donald, one of the best players in that position ever. And it's like, not just yet, Leonard. Fl- it's like, dude, there's, they're coming today, buddy. They're- so it's in those last two weeks, you better hope if you're a Bengals fan. That that offensive line is ready to freaking play tonight, or two weeks they weren't. That offensive line and Cincinnati has to be ready to go tonight. And that's what a lot of people say too. Football's one in the trenches, and that O line is terrible for the Bengals. Yes. Now you're going up against Aaron Donald. They got the other guy, number ninety four. Forget his name. He's a solid playoff. What is it? Day? No, I don't know if it's Day or not. I don't know, but whoever it is, he's had a solid playoff. I should know his name, but. And I'm telling you, that defense, they got that swagger on the back with Jalen Ramsey, man. Like, those defenses, they just come out with oozing confidence. They're going to lay a big hit, and it's going to set the tone early. I mean, you look at the defense of the Eagles in 17, right? Malcolm Jenkins, Jalen Mills when he was good. Like, Jenkins comes out, knocks knocks out Brandon Cooks. It sets a tone. Like, oh. And I've said this to you so many times. I love defenses that come out, and they'll take the 15 yards right off the bat to set a tone. It's worth it. Now you're a receiver. you got to go across the middle. Now you're nervous, right? Oh, yeah, but you Jamar, hate Brandon Browner. Jam- I didn't hate Brandon Browner. I said you need Darrell Rivas to, to to cover up the mistakes Brandon Browner was making. You can't have okay. just Brandon Browner. Okay. Why do you think it worked with Richard Sherman? No, continue. Yeah, get- but go. Think about it. If you're Jamar Chase, you're on the second offensive series. The first offensive series you saw, I don't know who a big hitter is, but let's the only name I know, really know is Jalen Ramsey, right? You see Ramsey fucking separate like T. Higgins or something. Are you going to want to go across the middle now? No. Now you're going to have a split second of scaredness. Just made that word up. How are you? And it's going to throw everything off. I think that's what ultimately is going to be the end. It's going to be the defense of the Rams and that like aggression, that hard-hitting play. I think that's what's going to win to um, L.A. the Super Bowl. Yeah, and also, look, every – Everyone keeps talking about the Rams and that roster. One thing I'll say, I think a lot of people are underestimating that Bengals offense. You know, everyone talks about how bad their O-line is and they're not great and all that, which is true. But, man, they have a hell of a running back. 
And their receiving game is very, very underrated. I mean, everyone talks, like you mentioned, T. Higgins, he's he's another damn good young receiver in this league. And also Tyler Boyd. Those guys are not, like, none of those guys are slouches. They're all guys you got to keep an eye on or they can make some big plays. So I think, especially with Mixon in the backfield, who can catch the ball sometimes too. So it's like, I just feel like, I feel like everyone's underestimating the Bengals offense because the Rams uh, the Rams roster is so damn good. But, you know, I think one of the biggest questions is, is like you mentioned kind of earlier, Stafford's been kind of, you know, a little bit of questionable in some of these games, maybe a little bit of luck involved, but I don't know. It's what Stafford are you going to get? If, if the Rams only score 20 points tonight, like they did two weeks ago, I'm not, I don't know if they, I don't know if they win this game. Like it's, I don't, cause I think, I don't know. I just think <laughs> I'm sounding like an idiot when I say, I don't know. I just think, but, uh, I just think this, I I think the Rams have to put up over thirty tonight if they're going to win. Yeah, it's I think it's going to be a good game. I think Burrow. The thing I'm going to wonder about Joe Burrow is: Do you think he's so cocky that he kind of tries to do too much at the beginning? Right, like he's going to try to just air it out and maybe mistake. Uh well, there's always I don't know. I mean, it's a rookie head. It's a rookie head coach, right? No, they've had Zach Taylor a couple of years. Really? Yes. Remember, he's the one that caused the ruckus when the Pats got caught trying to videotape the Bengals a couple of years oh, ago. Oh, I thought he was the coordinator then. No. Okay, never mind, never mind. But I don't, still, I don't, first time in the Super Bowl for him. Yeah, but I would like to think at this point they're a little smarter than that. But then again, it's it's the Cincinnati Bengals in that organization, so who the hell knows? But I don't know. I think you got to come out of the game giving the ball to Joe Mixon and see what happens because he he's ultimately going to be. And I know you hate the running back thing, Anthony. I know you hate that, but if the Bengals have any chance tonight, it's going to be because Joe Mixon's running the ball well. Hold on, hold on. The hate the running back thing is drafting one in the first round. That's what I don't like. Joe Mixon. Okay? Yeah, and guess what? The Rams plucked Sony Michelle, who was a first round pick, off the team that stupidly took him in the first round. Okay, so I don't need people being like, see, Sony Michelle, first round pick, a Super Bowl. That doesn't count when another team gets him from the team that drafted him in the first round. You understand? Uh, Mixon was a second round pick. Excuse me. Okay, guess what? Good. Give the ball to Mixon. Also, let's let's just forget because he's a football player and he's great. Let's forget the off field shit, though, because that's what football does. And then when it happens again, now you got to cut him and then watch him go to another team and have success like Kareem Hunt. But whatever. It's randomly that I just wanted to say that, but no, I'm just all I'm saying. All I'm saying is I think people are getting lost in the Rams because and forgetting that you know the Bengals have a damn good offense on that side too. Yeah, and here's the thing that like part of me hopes the Bengals win is don't they have Randy Moss's son at tight end? Oh, he oh the rookie from LSU, I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure like. He, he, I know he bounces between practice squad and active roster. Like, that would be cool if he got a championship. Before his dad in his first season. <laughs> but the, but that's the thing, too. Like, I think it's a second, right? Second might be a second. I thought he started Washington. I don't know. I'm fucking half asleep today. It's been a week, Mikey. I'll tell you. I'll tell you off the air. But um, I just – like, see, that's what – I don't care who wins type of thing, though. Like, do I want Donald to get a ring? Yeah. Do I want – Thaddeus Moss to get a ring because I just I love that story. You know, he gets it with Burrow at LSU and his dad's Randy Moss. Like, so it's like I just I want it to legitimately be a good game. I hope it's not a dud. I want to be entertained. Um, and I look, think we'll get that. And yeah, but hey, I'll say this: 
if Cincinnati falls behind like they did against the Chiefs early on, I I I think they're done. I think you they're think done. So? Yeah. Look, I don't know, man. That team's got balls. They do have balls, but hey, I look at it like this. I think the Rams defensively are a lot are a lot better than the Chiefs. Obvious. I mean, that's obvious. But hey, I'm just saying. I don't, I don't, th- I don't think the Rams kind of have that pukey feeling in them anymore. You would hope not. What are you laughing at? Nothing. I, I, I know exactly what you're laughing at. You fuck. What? Because you're just a grub. What do you mean? What am I laughing at? I know exa- you're just an animal. That's that's what you are. You're an animal. Um, I. Should we send them in to touch and rich? What? You know what? What? You know, well, can you fucking say it so people know what we're saying? No. Why? Because I just heard something on your end of the the mic. That's all. What a laugh! Nah, before the laugh. Oh, if it was a oh, you mean like a fart? Yeah. No, hold on. I'll, I'll see if I can squeak one out for you. No, 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 no. I don't need that because I'll just edit it out. Oh, come on. But, well, well, no, I didn't fart. I was laughing when that happened, but I didn't fart. If I hey. Oh, because I heard like a noise. Kind of start. I could hear you smirking. No, oh no, I was just laughing. It's something. Else. Never mind. What's so funny? You wouldn't get it because you're not here. Oh, it's not a shot that I'm not in Massachusetts anymore, Dick. <laughs> I'll tell you, mm-hmm. I, I, I think there's four states in the entire United States that don't have a fucking Dunkin' Donuts, and I live in one of them. Is it that few? <laughs> yeah, I think it's North and South Dakota, Hawaii, and Alaska, and I have to live in this one. They even have one in fucking Wyoming. Yeah, probably because it's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how do you not have a Dunkin' Donuts? I just don't get it. They don't know. They've never heard of it. <sighs> just aggravating. <laughs> that <laughs> was get, real. Did you get in the trash again? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, Mikey. Do you want to do picks? Uh, sure. Oh, by the way, Team USA hockey won this morning, so that's cool. Over Germany, three to two. Men or women? Uh, the men. Are you watching any of the Olympics? I've seen. I've seen some of the women's games. I dude, I saw when they thrashed Finland. That was awesome, dude. The women's team is fucking legit, dude. They're they just sick, kill dude, anybody. They're sick. They are nasty. Like they just snipe from anywhere. I'm like shit. So good, good for the women's game because that's gonna catch on quick. Um, yeah. The men's games are right. apparently the goalie for the men's team. Plays at BU. Mm-hmm. So how are you not stroking yourself at that? Because I, ha- I haven't paid attention much to call. I like to get to like a couple of college hockey games a year. I haven't been to any this year. I know. I haven't been since before the damn pandemic, dude. Like I used to like going. It was hey, fun. the bean pot's tomorrow night. That's right. Just, uh, the championship. Northeastern against BU, right? Yeah, the host game. Uh, hopefully. But what sucks is like I can't. I don't have an NHL network on my TV, so I can't fucking watch it. Oh, that'll be a good game. So, Wait, actually, nice. I don't even think, as a matter of fact, I think, I don't even think BU and BC are ranked. Really? BU might be ranked, like, not very high, but they might be ranked. I don't think BC is ranked right now. I, I, th- I think the three best teams in Hockey East are, like, UMass, Northeastern, and freaking uh, maybe BU. But uh, I don't think BU is very high at all. Good for Northeastern. They're always the underdog. They're like fucking oh, I BC look, hockey. I want to look that up real quick. Like, I don't like, 
BU always got crapped on by BU and BC. Like, Harvard's always been, like, obviously Harvard. <clears throat> but, like, the arrogance from BC and BU, good. I'm glad they're struggling. Especially PC. They've had some good runs at it, too. Boston College? I know, PC. Oh, Providence, Providence, yeah. They won it all in 2015. Yeah, here we go. Here's the best teams in New England. Pass. You have UMass Lowell at 13, Northeastern at 15, and BU at 20, and that's it. Wow, they're that low. But they have Providence at 17. Yeah, no one no one else. Massachusetts is doing well besides UMass Lowell's 13, Northeastern. I mean, usually it's like BU 4, BC 2, and shit like that. And yeah. I don't know. Who do you think's number one? In the entire country? Yeah. I should know this. The school I never even knew existed. Um, it's Minnesota State. Oh my God! Yeah, they're purple, yellow, and black, right? For the yeah, uniforms. It's not, it's not the Gophers, and it's not the UMD. Right, Bulldogs. right. They're, it's like their their logo looks like the tattoo the Rock had with the bull with the ring in the nose. Yeah, right. I never even knew that was like a like a school. <clears throat> yeah, they were in the Final Four last year. I usually like I like Minnesota Duluth. ASU and Northeastern. Like, Minnesota Duluth is like... ranked six. But, uh, yeah. oh, they have Notre Dame at 11. What do you think about that? Rudy, Rudy. <laughs> Not Another two, fucking though. overrated, overrated two. shit movie. I just, I just want one more trivia question. Who do you think is ranked second in hockey? New England school. New England school, college hockey. They're ranked second. In men's hockey? Yep. I'm trying to think. All it's right, not, so it's not Providence. Providence, no is way. Seven, no. Seventeen. Don't even tell me. Oh wait, excuse me. UMass is ranked ninth. Yeah, whatever. That that was bullshit. That they won the championship last year, and then all the UMass Amherst people are like, "Yeah, my school." Like, shut up, you nerds. Nobody cares about UMass hockey. Um, yeah. don't tell me it's Maine. Not Maine. UNH. Maine didn't even get consideration. UNH didn't get consideration. Harvard had some considerations for a ranked team, but they're not ranked. The number two team in the country is Quinnipiac. The number two team is Quinnipiac. Jesus. How did I forget about that? I didn't think they were going to be ranked two at all. Wow. Quinnipiac is number two in the entire country in men's D1 hockey. Yep. That's crazy. Oh, good for the college game. Get more exposure. I love the college game. It's awesome. It's so See, intense. You know what would be awesome too is like these NHL games on like Xbox and PS is like they have all these like they have all these like you know all the junior le- most of the junior leagues and stuff. My opinion, if you get the rights to NCAA again, how about you like how about you take out like two of those junior league teams and put in the freaking some of the college teams? That'd be sick. Yeah, I'm with you. That would be cool. So college hockey, man, it's pretty good shit. So yeah, I especially been, Boston kid with the beanpot guy. I haven't been to uh, which, by the way, Harvard's not even in Boston, but okay. I haven't been to University of North Dakota yet, but that's some good hockey. I'm gonna try to get up there probably, but yeah. So Mikey, let's get your pick first with the beanpot then tomorrow night. You obviously want the Huskies. No, uh, uh, that's, a, that's a tough one because it's like. I grew up going to BU hockey games a lot too, Ugh. so it's like, I like I have that like connection with BU, but like, I I don't know I I like Northeastern a lot too. It's tough. It's like I really like the Hooskas, but 
<laughs> hey, I'll take I'll take BU in this one. Give me Northeastern. <laughs> All right, Super Bowl pick. What do you got? Rams 30, Bengals 20. See, I got a dumb score. I got Rams 26-17. I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, it's usually something like that. Yeah, it's a Super Bowl. It's, it's never as high scoring as you think it's going to be, but it, I don't know. All right, fella. Good episode. We'll talk again soon. Yeah. All right. Have a good week, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Off the Rails episode 36. Adios.